Well, well, well. <laughs> Mamma mia. Is that three holes in the ground? <laughs> three stone structures. It's that kind of show. All right, we're, <laughs> we're punny. We're a salty mess. Of puns and meat. Or... Carbohydrates, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was gonna say it, it didn't. It didn't specify meat or anything. The official definition it just said. That's true. I never considered. La- last night I had pasta. In that case, my brother Andy. I keep honestly. I feel really bad. I keep forgetting to prepare meals and stuff because uh, there's a lot of leftovers, and I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm sitting here thinking, like, if nobody makes dinner, I can easily figure something out. Just make something for myself. Uh, you know, think, but you know, making it for everyone requires a bit more planning. Because we've got, like, you know, we've been stockpiling our freezer and stuff. So we've got food in there to, to pull out. And there's, like, meat that we can thaw out. I haven't been doing that. I keep forgetting. So my brother's been making stuff. And last night he just made, it was, like, I think it was couscous. It was just like couscous and chicken, and just it was it was literally just like a bowl of just like it just looked like honestly it almost looked like garbage. It was, it was just like stuff. It did be good, <laughs> but that's exactly what I think of as like a mess of meat or a mess of food. Like it was just like I couldn't even really tell what was in it. I was just like, what is this? Like a good bowl of slop. Yeah, but it wasn't sloppy. That's the thing. It was like it was uh, the couscous was the main like lubricant <laughs> of all, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, if there's a good sauce in there, it would have been a, a real, a real thing. (laughs) Something tasty, something slimy, you know, something goopy. I like making sauce. I think it's really fun. Oh yeah? You're a saucer? I'm a saucer. You like sauce? I catch your drips. Yeah? You picking up what I'm throwing down? Um, what about, like a, like a roux or a roux? You're, you're a roux maker, like for cheese, like macaroni and cheese? Stuff like that. I am not, but my sibling is. How do you spell that? Is it R I O U X? R. Or am I crazy and thinking of something entirely different? Really? Does it have an I, or is it just R O U X? Maybe I added the I. <laughs> That's your inner I. So, I don't know what it. Maybe I'm not reading enough during quarantine. But uh, I've noticed that lately, I've been having a really hard time spelling stuff. <laughs> like, I, I typed out non-committal the other day. Like, I was talking to Jake, because um, we've been talking about... Oh, actually, I gotta finish that. Another Fallout episode is going out. I, I actually really... <laughs> I like this one, because it's just, it's just us dying over and over again. But, uh... Hopefully. The Morrowind uh, episodes, and I've been thinking of, like, we have to do a lot of, like, grinding in the background, and I've been thinking of just streaming that, and uh, what I was going to do is just sit in the channel and stream in the Discord channel here, and, uh, you know, if you guys wanted to and had the time, you could pop in for, for a minute and, like, you know, we mm-hmm. could have it. And I was telling him about that, and I was like, oh, it's a non-committal series. But I kept typing the word non-committal, and every time it was wrong. And <laughs> spelling, I was like, "Yeah, I was spelling this like a moron." Like, <laughs> I was like, "Where did my like, what happened to my brain?" Do you have Do you, you know, have issues every now and again? Yeah, I I know 
I've been doing a lot of typing since quarantine started, but <laughs> writing things with my hands. I remember when I was still taking my Zoom classes, most of it was online and typed up. But there was one final, I was in a creative writing class. And for our final like day of lessons, we decided to do, because um, everything up to that point had just been remote, like via email and stuff. But she was like, let's do a Zoom meeting for our last thing. And she gave us like in-person exercises to write down in our notebook. And it was the first time I picked up a pen in like maybe two months. And I was like, oh, oh. man. Okay. Hmm. Which is different than spelling, but <laughs> similar deterioration. Deter deterioration? This makes me think of something. Remember when you were in high school or like elementary school when you were like a kid, right? Mm -hmm. And you didn't, I don't know about you, but I know like for me, the whole summer was video games or swimming and biking. Mm. Like I was all I did. So not a, not, a, not a word was read nor written. <laughs> and so in like September or the end of August, whenever a school would start, when I was in elementary school, we had to write everything. Everything was handwritten. So mm -hmm. fucking, you remember that too, when teachers were like, you're going to have to know cursive. They're going to expect oh, yeah. you to school and blah, blah, blah. And then the moment I get to fucking middle school, high school, well, middle school was a little different. High school, there was like everybody's got a laptop on their desk. Everybody's typing up their notes. <laughs> um, but anyway, then that's a feeling I don't get anymore. Where like I got, I would get that atrophy you're talking about, but it would be so intense that I would write a sentence. And like, did you ever get that? Like, my hand would just be like done after like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> don't make me free write. That's really interesting to me because I feel like. When I was younger, um, well, I was a nerd, and, like, I, I was always doing, like, my educational booklets <laughs> uh, <okay>. <laughs> over <laughs> the summer, um, and I was always a big reader, maybe a little bit less as I got into high school, just because I started picking up other stuff to do, and, you know, we all become disillusioned, <laughs> but um, I, I never, in my high school at least, there was no, uh, we weren't allowed to have laptops unless they were like the Chromebooks provided by certain, because we had like a set number of Chromebooks for the school and you could like sign them out of the library as a class, um, mostly for like social studies or foreign language classes, um, because those required, I guess, in their eyes, more outside sourcing that didn't mean going to the library. Um, but uh, everything had to be taken um, for notebooks up until I graduated. You know, now that I think about it, yeah, that is... No, there were definitely kids with laptops out when I was in high school. That's and cool. I think it was a teacher-to-teacher -teacher thing. Because they, I was in a... I was in a I, because I just remember really distinctly in my geometry class, there were like two or three kids that always had their laptops up. And there was one, like, one kid he just defied to do. I fucking hated this kid. <laughs> Such, dude, this kid, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, Jacob's going to know who I'm talking about right away. Actually, <laughs> he probably pressure. Uh, but uh, I feel like nobody liked him. Right. And because of that, he acted like everybody did. And that made us hate him even more. <laughs> and that sounds really bad, but, like, it's not like he was a nerd, you know? It's not like he was 
it's like you know it's not like we were like making fun of him because he was like oh he's the like he's the fat kid or he's the dumb kid it was like it was because he thought he was like ingratiating himself with whatever like he was just obnoxious with like he would walk up to you and like act like he was your best friend like mm. he would do this and i'm like i've talked to you twice i don't fucking know you and you're acting like we hang out every day right and uncomfortable like why are you doing this i don't know you uh you know what i mean and like i don't know mm-hmm. but uh he was like he was one of the he was that he, he was a kid that would pull his laptop out and and that's just the type of dude he was he was you know it's like oh put that away no i'm not gonna do that i'm taking my notes on it no i'm just not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it and just like say no until the teacher was like all right whatever oh my gosh <laughs> I, don't I don't care and to his credit he actually was taking notes <laughs> i remember sitting Oh shit! He actually. Oh, he is taking notes. Good for uh, him. I. I mean, he had Facebook open in the other tab, but yeah, at least at least. <laughs> was, uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that would be me. I remember very distinctly in um, in what did we use? We used Chromebooks again. It was mostly for like social studies, history classes, or like the occasional foreign language class. But I, I took um, AP Human Geo my senior year of high school, and like senior. Year, I was already checked out, and then I think I had it first thing in the morning, so like right at the, the bell rings at seven thirty a.m. So you're sitting there, and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to a thing that happened. I like did my outside work, but like in class, it was just like Google search Irish potato famine, huh? That's kind of interesting. What were you saying? I literally was not there. <laughs> I uh, I had a really bad injury junior year. And uh, I got the option as was like mental leave or something to just not have to show up. I had two credits that I had to get. Like I had essentially graduated by junior, mm. barring two credits that I just I couldn't get while I was on exchange. Um, like they just wouldn't let me because it was like an American history class and American literature, mm. and they're like, "You can't do that in Switzerland." And I was like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> Even though they 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 fucking studied American literature over there, like I remember being in the English class and like essentially playing TA, you know, right? Just hanging out there, like, oh yeah, I this is my native language. I speak it better than all of you just by virtue of being it my entire life. So, you know, but uh, no, dude, I re- God, that was a, that was a good fucking time. My senior year, because by senior year. My body was not broken anymore, so <laughs> I was on, right. I was just hanging out, making costumes, yeah, getting ready to leave, uh, <laughs> getting ready to go away. But you mentioned you read books when you were a kid. I didn't read books like I definitely liked books, but like I liked very specific books, mm. and they were like like I read like Wheel of Time, but then then again like when I was in elementary school like i would mostly just play like oblivion or actually yeah it was like pretty much only oblivion i would just play oblivion and then like bike to my friend's house and go swimming or like when i was really young we used to play that is fucking called like githoria or something we had created this whole like world i find it really funny because like whenever we talk about deep world ian and i are making i always think back i like yeah i used to do this kid because like we would play games right and then we would fall in love with like aspects of games and then mm. like 
play pretend with those games in mind. Yeah. And we, yeah, we like mixed all these different pieces and made up a bunch of stuff on our own in this world. And we would like, yeah, like play video games all day in the in the summertime or all morning. Like I'd get up at like fucking five six a.m. play until like noon. One of my friends would call me, and I'd like bike to their place for the afternoon. We'd like run around in the woods, play games, and pretend like we are so and so place slaying monsters. God, that was so much fun. Because there'd be like giant. We'd do this thing where like there'd be like a giant dead tree, right? Mm-hmm. And like, we live in the middle of fucking like. For anybody listening, I legitimately lived in the woods, like the wood wood. It was the middle of nowhere, like. When I looked out across the street, there wasn't a house. It was just trees. Um, There's a house up the road hidden behind a bunch of trees. Uh, And so, you know, within two feet of leaving our fucking doorstep, we would be in the woods. And so there were all these, like, fallen down trees. And it was great as a kid because you get a stick and beat on a tree. It's dead. So, you know, you're not hurting anybody. Maybe some spiders crawl out of there. Or if you're... Actually, there was one time my brother Johnny and I fucking <laughs> we were running around in this bog, and he stepped. One of us. It was honestly, it was probably both of us stepped on this log. That inside the log, like the whole inside of the log, was a nest. But it was it was like in the woods, so we couldn't see it, and so we <laughs> stepped on it, and we, dude, we should be like dead. <laughs> I remember running. We were sprinting back to our house, and I was like freaking out. And I was like, "Why does it hurt?" Why running through thorns, and he's like, he reaches over and he like grabs my back, and he's like, "We're not running through thorns. It's the bees. Like <laughs> we're literally just getting." I was like, "Holy shit!" That's terrifying. <laughs> One like crawled inside my ear. Yeah. Wow. This is like oh. a major. Yeah, I like totally rambled there, but uh, but anyway, sometimes you'd hit a dead tree and, and bees would fly out, but most of the time. We would hammer on these dead trees like they were like dragons and shit. Did you ever do stuff like that? Like that was oh, so, yeah. so much fun as a kid. Shit like that. Yeah, I had um, what was it? Um, I was big into like when I was like little, little. I was big into like magical creatures and like searching for them. And like I had salamanders that we would find under rocks, and we'd be like, these are <laughs> these are magic salamanders and that kind of thing. Or like I didn't. I, I lived in a residential kind of area, but there was woods behind my house. And so, like, if there was a fallen tree, we would do the same thing where, like, it was if it fell in such a way or, like, we would climb on top of it and it would be like, this is a dragon. Yeah, or like a hydra. I remember there was a hydra spot, like, one afternoon. That's cool. That's the kind of thing. I miss that aspect. Like, I don't think I could ever, or it. I don't think it's it's realistic to be like, I want to go do that kind of thing again, because there's just too much, like, awareness of the, I don't know, it's so sad to say aloud, but it's like, there's too much adult in my brain now to, like, I think fully be able to go and, and lose myself in that kind of, like, physical realm again. But, like, it's kind of what you do with things like D&D, I guess. It's just, like, transferring it into a more containable, like, doing the things we did as kids, but you know, on a scale that is more consumable now. But, like, I miss I miss playing pretend. Well, I was gonna say, I think that it just takes a new form. You know, yeah. like, for me, 
uh, like right now, I've been working on a lot. I've got like four different things I'm writing. Things that I've been mm-hmm. meaning to write and just haven't. And I'm seeing a lot of that childhood come out in it. And I'm like, oh, this is my adult brain playing in the woods again. But with all these different characters that like, you know, because like, you know, I, I begin to notice like themes of like, oh, I've always liked, you know, the the sort of like not anti-hero, but um, the uh, the unlikely hero, you know, like people mm. come from nothing and become something cool. I've always liked that. Like every time, because as a kid, you know, I would me and my friends would like to play characters like that because we weren't special, you know, like right. I lived in a house and I was just like one of five kids and like one in a million. Like we were all just like one in a million. That's how we mm. felt. We would like to play characters that would kind of change. And so I see that in a lot of my writing. Like, I'm always writing him. He's like, he's always poor. <laughs> you know, he always, <laughs> poor. they always have nothing, you know, and then they become, so I feel like, you're right, like, our brains are, like, chemically different now in that, like, mm. I think the, the imagination is still there, but you see that, like, for example, like, for me, I'm like, yeah, it would be super fun to do that, but generally, that would be a waste of time, because, like, as a kid, you don't have a lot to offer the world because you're learning, and, like, I mean, you have yourself to offer in general, just as, like, nice company, but, like, you know so little, you have so little experience of knowledge that, you're, you know, you're, as a kid, doing that stuff I think is super important because you're exploring your imagination so that when you get older, it sort of carries into, if you want to be like a creative, for example, mm. like, keep that creativity. It's just that as a child, it, it expresses itself through like role play and play and stuff like that. Mm. And then you get older, like, because like for me, I'm like, I, yeah, of course I'd love to go run around the world like pretend to play this or that but like i could spend that time making a super cool costume that i could showcase or writing a story about a guy that actually goes and does x y and z right 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 right. i know so that's how i see it at least and and then dungeons and dragons like there's also stuff like live action role play you know like larp uh a lot of people that i like there are people that are our age or older that go do that and then you know like Two times out of the year, they they spend you know a weekend just completely immersing themselves in a whole other reality and enjoying that. You know, I feel like I feel like it's not impossible for us to enjoy that stuff mm. anymore. It's just that it's like you said a second ago, D and D. It's just it's taken a different. It's we experience it through a different channel now. You know, yeah. Rather than, because the other thing too is free time. You know, when you're like yeah. when you're a kid, you literally you have you have just days and days of time to just do what to just completely get lost with your friend. But then when you mm-hmm. become an you have all these other things you have to take care of that don't give you that amount of free time. So when you have that free time, you know, you don't want to waste it or squander it. And then not that, you know, playing pretend is squandering, but to some extent Playing pretend, I guess, takes a different form. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Because in when I think about it, like, I think about the way that I used to play pretend as a kid or, like, the way that we would interact with each other. It was always very, like, you take a second and you deliberate and then you do the thing. And then you take a second and then you, like, 
you know, you, you stand there in a circle for a second. You say, okay, well, I'm going to go do this, and then I have to find this wizard, but you guys have to go find the potion ingredients, and then we can come back together. And then, like, we go, okay, got it, and then break. And it's the difference between, I think, like, involving yourself in that direct, like, I am going to go do this thing, and then you go pretend to do it, and then you come back, and, like, acting it all out as it goes. It's the difference between that and then, like, like you were saying, like, coming up with those same ideas, but instead put the, putting them into stories or poems or, or plays or screenwriting um, or, or art or costuming or, like, even even things like even things like LARP or, or D&D and things like that, which I think are, are more direct, like, channel from what we used to do to what you're doing now. It's just doing it in a slightly more refined way, I think, um, which is really interesting. It's all so strange and, and interesting, and I'm really glad. It's the kind of thing that I miss the, I miss the purity of there being no point to it, if that makes sense. Like, in, yeah. like, you never lose the desire to continue making up those stories and continue to, like, acting out those stories, but it's it's like you were saying about time like when you're a kid you can do it to your heart's content because you don't have anything else to do and it doesn't matter how you're spending not that it doesn't matter how you're spending your time but like you can you don't have to worry about it whereas like as an adult there's a lot more to think about and there's a lot more to worry about and so like you can't just go i mean you could i suppose on certain days like it's a case-by-case basis but like generally you can't just go spend an entire day out in the woods with two other people and like talk about stuff and then go do the stuff and then talk about it and then go do it and then come back in when the sun goes down um because it's just different and there's bills to pay and blah 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 but like it's cool that it doesn't just go away because i feel like too that's something that they always talk about in like uh, coming of age media for adults and stuff is the way it's like you have to find your childhood and find your your love of imagination and the the corporate business world and you know, don't let it corrupt you and I'm like that's all true but like I don't think that we lose our sense of imagination and our love for creation and play nearly as much as we might like what's the opposite of romanticize but like that uh like as we assume that we do based on you know the way that we we talk about it which i don't know i think it's really great but it's also i think then natural to like look back and be like man i do miss spending you know upwards of eight hours just running around looking for dirt <laughs> to put in a jar and shake it up and be like this is gonna heal you uh, oh yeah <laughs> um well, the thing, I mean, the thing about that is it, it's, it's, there's zero consequence, you mm. know, like you don't need a narrative. You don't actually need a story. Like I remember doing exactly the same thing. Like mm-hmm. if you were to put that into a script, my name is, is Jared the savior and I need to go save all these people. All right, here I go to do it. And like, it's, that would be terrible writing. But if you're, mm-hmm. you know, around with your friends, it's like, how else are they going to know what you're doing? It's all through exposition because you can't, you're not actually in that world. You're not on mm-hmm. air. You can't, you know, actually speak to the blanket. You know? They're not real. They're not there. You have to 
describe it. Um, but, uh, you know, but I was gonna, you made a, what was I gonna say? There was a, yeah, it's, we have to become uh, more, you said something earlier that made me think that was gonna describe it perfectly, and I lost, we're more like, we have to become more, uh, yeah, well, refined, you put it a good way with refined, like, yeah, we can't spend all our time dawdling around making this up as we go because we'll get lost in it and we don't have time. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, we again, like, yeah, I don't think lost that it. We, you know, as we mature, we we see. Sorry, I just got a such as well about another project. Um, what was I trying to say? Like. You have more context on the world, right? And mm-hmm. you've and you've experienced more and seen more. So that as an adult, you have uh, the advantage in that you've got a larger, you know, not not to say that you know, like that's the thing about I, at least this is how I feel about kids. Like I'm not a, big kid, but the thing is, I, I think that we take for granted their intelligence a lot. Mm. I have a feeling we're all around the same level of intelligence. The only difference is that. You know, I'm 24 and a 10 year old is 10. Mm. I'm 20. I have, I have that. You know, I have at least like 14 more years of experience on him, of just like seeing the world, reading things, experiencing it. Whereas he's just like a child, and such a small scope of what's there, and so mm-hmm. the imagination kind of has to fill in so much of. It. And then as you get older, that that empty space that you're filling with imagination gets smaller and smaller as you fill it with facts and reality. Mm-hmm. Um, not that the imagination goes away; it's still there. It's like all the unknowns about the world that you run around with that allow it to become enchanted and allow you to get lost. I feel like, you know, again, as we as we see like how things actually work, you start to, at least for me, you start to be able to break down the unknown just based on knowledge you you accrue over time, so that like you're less enchanted by things because you're like, oh. This is like this. It works like this. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you don't have that frame of reference necessarily. So, but as you get older, you know, you do have that frame of reference. So that when you do go to imagine things, you can add those layers of like, not necessarily complexity, but like you like you said, like refine it, make it more concise. Mm. Like in like in a session of Dungeons and Dragons, you know, like. You, as an adult, you have the time to be like plot holes or like you know these little issues that, as a child, you may not have recognized. And you can just retcon stuff as you go, because again, completely non consequential. You know, when you're writing like a story and using that childish, that child imagination, that's where the, a story is coming from. Mm. And then you're gonna that that you know, there's this added pressure as an adult where yes, you're exploring your imagination, but it has to be consumable so that, you know, if someone reads this coherent sense and it's not just, you know, the, the rantings of a madman. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I think that as you grow older, you get an eye for structure. And I, I don't think, I don't think that structure is an antithesis to creativity. It's, it's just a new way of funneling it in a digestible and shareable method. It's it's not the antithesis. If anything, it's an incredibly useful, like auxiliary, addition to creativity because it allows 
essentially it allows you to communicate your you know adventure or whatever to someone your your experience to someone else you know mm-hmm. um especially if you follow like a specific set of like you know like you know like the three act structure or something you know like you can take a whole world you've invented in your head and explore it on your own which you know you translate that however you want but then you can write it out in a way that someone else can also dive your little world you and see it the sort of maybe not exactly the same way you saw it but you know see it somehow basically just step into your like imagination adventure around to actually take them into the woods and show them around yeah and with and also you know again like structure you know that you can cut out all the chaff you know the stuff that's like not necessarily important that maybe as a kid when you're playing in you left it in there because again you had 10 hours to do that so mm-hmm. but anyway now i'm getting a little <laughs> sidetracky but uh that's okay yeah i don't know that's that was it that's that's a fun thing to think about I, yeah you put that in a really good very good way. It gives like structure to your creativity which yeah it's just awesome i don't know yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting. It's it's the kind of thing that I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot, especially recently, I think, in terms of just the fact that so much so much of what happens within the confines of like your own home while we're all stuck here has to do with like what you're creating and what you're thinking about and the imagination and like you know, you, you almost you don't want to get caught in feeling like you've been stunted since being a child because it's like all of that intrigue and interest and creativity and stuff is still in there it's just you have to find new ways to channel it that that you know aren't prancing yeah. around in the backyard yes yeah exactly yeah like almost i mean without trying to sound like a lot of pressure it's almost like a responsibility although that's not the best way of that but yeah no there's because the I other think- thing when you're, you're a kid is those outlets are harder I think to navigate mm. without knowledge and experience now you have like a full lexicon of experiences and, and vocabulary and ways of commuting, communicating that creativity yeah interesting because you have access to more you know what I'm saying yeah it's it's not so much a responsibility i think as it is just like an inherent ability yeah that's a better way of putting it thank you (laughs) yeah it's we all have the we all have the power (laughs) we all have the capabilities some people choose to utilize it and they like to utilize it and that's great and some people i think some people don't and that i think to an extent can be seen as kind of sad when you think about how like everyone has the potential to create great cool powerful wonderful interesting stories if not for like mass consumption then at least for themselves and some people choose not to do that and maybe they prefer it that way and that's okay but like i think it's 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 good to keep in mind that like you never you never you never like people will be like oh you know say up through your 60s 70s 80s 90s people always be like oh i'm a kid at heart ha 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 it's like yeah we all are dude because we all started in the exact same place you never lose that you just you know 
you either lose the time or you lose the interest and you either have to find it again or you don't. And if you don't, then okay. But if you do, that's freaking cool. Emma, couldn't have put it a better way. Look at us. <laughs> L- loving it. Look at you. Look at you braining off. Well, thank you. My brain pulses. We got a pulsing brain over here. <laughs> I think that's a good place to take a pause. I agree. Maybe, you know, get some water and uh, we'll be back. Heck yeah, we will. I'm loving it. We're back. Hello. Hello to you, my friend. I forgot the words. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if that's a song. (laughs) It is now. Find us Spotify. Hey, we actually are on Spotify. I think that's really cool and exciting. You know what? So do I. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're on Spotify. Find us on Spotify. Yada, yada, yada. That's Emma, you got a question for me? You know what, Quentin? I think I might have a question for you. Here's the question that I've got for you. Are you ready? Lay it on me. <laughs> Would you rather sweat yes. lotion that keeps you well hydrated and supple of skin, but if it touches another living being, it burns them? Or oh my God, yes. would you rather sweat glue, a la Elmer's, but if you touch anything that you would typically use Elmer's glue on, like a paper product, you have to wait for it to dry to try to remove it. Otherwise, it takes away a layer of your skin with the glue. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I love that we've got all these skin-related questions. To- <laughs> so, when it dries, will it, will it... Questions. Questions right now. All right, we're going to go with right. the glue. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm already... Lotion, hands down. That's... <laughs> questions. All I want to do is set things fire so then <laughs> this glue though because i might be missing um okay so when all right so let's say you know i pick up my my like notepad here right and i'm sticking god mm-hmm. that'd be so fucking inconvenient in my life because mm-hmm. like all right once it dries and i can peel it off would that not also remove a layer of skin or does so just- okay you have to keep in mind that it's still, it's not like you're just constantly secreting it. It's like still the same normal layer of sweat that you would, you would get. Like water, it gets worse. If you're cold, you're not going to have any of it. Um, God, you're right. Yeah, the glue, it's like you can still use it on stuff. Like you, can, you can squeeze it out of your hands or let it drip off of your face and it'll just be normal glue. But if you like touch it, with your hand or your arm or your face or whatever, if you try to peel it off while it's still wet, it's going to take some of your skin with it. You have to wait for it to dry so that you can do the thing that you do with Elmer's glue, where you kind of like peel Almost it like off a- with your finger. Okay, I think I see. And then the lotion burning—it's not like fire burning. It's just like you touch. Like, you know, you, you touch someone's arm and you give them third-degree burns oh my God. if you're sweaty. 
fire burning. It, it, it's like pouring molten goo on them. Listen, I can always hurt these. That'd be amazing. Okay, so because because as a as a crafty person, Elmer Elmer's glue sweat. I mean, there are so many advantages to that. Like mm-hmm. whenever I'm like working in a groove, I can just like you know get my finger real a little sweaty and just like that you know. But then again, I would have to hold my finger there. This is interesting. I'm wondering about the nature of how like because if it's still wet, I guess like is it like my pores are getting like ripped out. Who's to say? Don't think too deeply about it. I don't know if you've ever used like Hexflex, but it's like this like latex, sort of like, it's not latex based, but it's kind of like latex where um, it's like a, it's almost like rubber when it dries. And if you mm. leave the bottle like a little open, the, the, the top of it will, will turn into, like it can seal over itself. That's what I'm almost picturing. Because like when you pull on that, right, all the, even the wet stuff kind of comes out with it. That's picturing like when my glue is still like tacky, like but out of my pore, ugh, which is like, you know. So it's like, this. hearing that description, I'm gonna say, yeah, let's go with that. So then, lotion sweat keeps me hydrated. Hydrated in the like skin will stay nice and soft all the time, or hydrated. Hydrated, like your skin's gonna be like you, like you're you're constantly applying lotion so long as you're sweating. You can always rub it in. It's not like a water thing. You still have to drink. So then, will the Elmer's glue also just solidify on me? Like, like if I go, uh, like after twenty minutes, kind of like Elmer's dried glue all over my body. Yeah, you have to like peel it off anytime that you get too sweaty and you let it dry. It's so fucking inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, like, ugh, man. But then burning people with my sweat. I mean, I, I'm i honestly, you know, I mean, Elmer Glue's, you know, there's a lot of, I don't know, man. I'm really liking lotion sweat. Because, like, think, think about this, right? There, there, you know, there are people that I know in my life that I, really have a deep disdain for if i could without them knowing like get my hand real sweaty and shake their hand like burn the shit out of their hand that'd be fucking awesome because it'd just be like what the hell? and it's like oh i don't know oh i'm just sitting powers for evil oh yeah are you kidding well i mean these people are evil i mean <laughs> okay okay these, these are these are people that if you met them i guarantee you would hate them too <laughs> In fact, take your word for it. These are people. These are people that I feel like if anybody met them, they would immediately dislike them. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I'd be using them, I, but uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I'm really. I'm wondering. I mean, after my eyeballs. Uh, what about your eyeballs? I'm just scratching them. Oh, they got really itchy all. Oh. Careful, you might get glue and or lotion in there. Yeah. <laughs> what about other bodily, like, skin, like, when you sweat, but, like, would my tears be lotion as well, and or glue? No, it's just sweat. It's anything that you secrete to, to cool your body down. So, like, your armpits are going to be either super gooey or super gluey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really... 
I'm really digging the lotion idea. I'm trying to think of any other 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 I'm trying to like cover my bases here. Um, right. Sure. You know, I come to the right conclusion on. It is pretty cut and dry, I'd say, or cut and wet, maybe. Yeah, I mean, another question. So, it's lotion, so it's it's like, you know, like what is it like Olay, Nivea, or type of stuff, right? Like, would it would it look like white or whatever? Or does it look like sweat and behave like? It looks like lotion. When you're when you're sweating these things, they look like you you must just have pores that work overtime because it comes out with the same like gelatinous kind of picture that in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to like, get your hands off of the like, handlebars of your elliptical or whatever and they just stick. Is it not so here's another question. So then the so then the, the lotion, is it just people that it will burn or will it also like heat up my desk real bad or something? like if i'm holding on to my mouse playing games and i'm sweating my like is my mouth start to just living things like it could be a human it could be a dog granted too it depends like if it's a dog it's more likely gonna like burn their fur before it hits their skin um how does it cool off at all so like so let's say let's say that the you know awesome lava lotion on someone's just stay hot until it dissipates. Does it absorb into the like lotion would? Or... It, it, and... No, for them, it's like it's like touching a poker, like a red hot poker. Oh, so it just stays hot the whole time. Yep. Oh my god, that sounds like hell. Yeah. Because if it absorbs into their skin, would they just have a a forever burning station? Um, they wouldn't have a. It would be like getting a normal burn. It would be like. They'd be left with a scar, and they'd have to go through the blistering process. Uh, yeah. You know, now that I think about it, this is the worst, because <laughs> a sexual partner, like, I just wouldn't be able to do that again. Yeah, never. Or, like, you'd have to wrap yourself up in, like, cellophane. I think I'll just, like, kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I took the gemstone eyes. You have to pick a sweat. Hold on, the gemstone eyes were awesome. Yeah, but then I gotta put rocks in my head? And it look fucking red? Yeah. <laughs> well, then you can choose. I the gemstone eyes with you. kidding me? No! <laughs> we run around stealing, stealing precious rocks. And you know what? With lotion or glue, we could have an easier process of stealing those precious precious gems. Hey, you know what? Good fucking point. Um, That's what I'm saying. We're putting our powers together. That's the- another way to look at this, I think. Don't think of it in terms of just your day-to-day life. Like, what? which of these two options is going to help us pull off the greatest gem heist? Right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, my God. <laughs> in that case, you know, that changes fucking everything. Okay, so this is the world. All right, so no killing myself. Um, Thank you. This is a this. Is a, I was never going to do it anyway. Just... <laughs> you know what? I'm glad. Like a nightmare. Because in my head, I'm viewing like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to live my life as. No, you're right. I, essentially, I'd be a super a mutant. You know. Yeah. Oh, fucking! I'm going to pull some Doctor X shit then. All right, so now we have to. 
we have to wonder, is it more important that we get rid of a security? Because here's the thing, right? If we're doing this heist, I'm not actually sticky all the time, right? We're going to have to wait. Like, I'm going to have to wait, like, you know, five to ten minutes anytime I... You know, it's not going to be that advantageous as far as, like, expediently grabbing these jewels. Um, question. Uh, I had this earlier, and it applies to both. Um, can I collect... Because it, it doesn't burn... Um, Oh, that's the other thing. The glue only sticks to... You said it would only stick to, like, paper and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Damn. Okay, so... Because now, now I'm wondering, would it be better to have a jar of, you know, burning gel to throw in a security guard's face, or, you know, a jar of glue that we could use, you know... But anyway, can I collect these things, this sweat, into, like, containers to, to store and, and use? Or yeah, like, anything that anything like non what's the word non inorganic I guess like if it's a glass jar the same way that you could hypothetically collect your sweat in a glass jar as long as you don't give it the the space or time to evaporate then you're all good. Oh, so does it does it behave like normal sweat and like it evaporates in the atmosphere? Yes, if you leave it for like if you leave it in the sun, it's going to evaporate away. Oh, okay, okay. I was all worried that I would constantly have to, like, be... Okay. So then would the dry glue do the same thing? Like, if I... Or would... Would I be like a snake? The glue is different. If it if it's on your skin... So, okay. The lotion and the glue, if they are given the opportunity to, like, evaporate in the sun, they'll evaporate away. But the glue, like without the sunlight to evaporate it away will harden on your skin and the lotion will just stay gloppy. Oh. Okay. I'm loving this now. <laughs> Alright, because I'd just be a sailor if I had the glue skin. Either way, I'd just spend all my time outside. In fact, that would be so good with the lotion because does it have like UV, like does it act like sunscreen too, sort of? Like other lotions do, like some I know, like some lotions have like UV radiation. It has, it has um like SPF five. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's enough. I got nice. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. So then, in that case, all right. So you've got jewelry. What do you think? What do you, I mean? What do you think? Like, if we're, I guess it depends on how our height. Because because here's what I'm thinking. You and me start a fucking Dr. X school for... What was it? Damn, what was it called in school X-Men? For Wasn't it like exceptional students or something? Or like the gifted? Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. That's what... Gifted uh, youngsters. Yeah, so, so we could start like a, you know... Doctors E and Q, Doctor Equalizers, <laughs> and apostrophe S. So everyone's like, "Wait, wait, that doesn't make any sense." <laughs> or, uh, S apostrophe. <laughs> no, just Doctor. I don't know. I forget that. That's me being. That's me forgetting how to spell again. Um, <laughs> doctor Equalizers. So people are like, pl- like plural. Um, the us, we are the doctor equalizers because it's EQ. Uh, and, um, we're equalizing the world by allowing 
mutants like ourselves a place to learn and develop. And we could call it Dr. E.Q.'s University of Universal Uses. Wait, what'd you say? University of Universal Users. Well, that makes me think of drug addicts. I know, it did for me too the second it came out of my mouth, but I didn't want to admit it, so then I quieted down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh, in that case, so then, okay. So, well, how about this? We can heist, right? Get you gems for your eyes, but also money to fund our school. Does that sound cool? That sounds great, actually, yeah. In that case, how do we want to run the heist then, you know? Because that will determine which power I choose. Because now they're not... They're powers. <laughs> I've changed they their are powers. powers. Now they're powers. They're <laughs> now... longer inconveniences. When, when you told me to look at it differently, total switch around. My whole... <laughs> so now it's how do I... Which one do I prefer? Uh, and it sounds like the lotion skin is... Because... Well, if we're running a university, we have... But if hmm. we're running I spent so much time inside, I'd have to be the PE teacher. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'd all the time. Um, another stipulation. Oh, okay. So we were just talking about the, the sweat and how it behaves like normal sweat. It'll evaporate in the sun, but it will stay gloppy otherwise. You can collect it in something like a glass jar, but it loses potency within 30 minutes after collection away from your body. Oh, so it needs to be near me. After, yeah, like if it's if it's on your skin, because now that we've established it's a power, your body is, is what provides it with its like power source. So it's like a battery. You're the battery that gives it the power. If you take it away, it's like meat. It starts to go bad. If you take it out of the fridge, um, oh. so the fridge. and you're the fridge. So if you take the sweat away from your body, the glue after like a thirty minute time period will start to get less and less sticky until it doesn't work. the The uh, lotion will start to get less and less um, burny until it doesn't burn people anymore. It's just lotion. Okay. So in that case, would it do the same if I applied it? Like, like let's say I was stop being like gluey after I, it already dried on the paper. Does that make sense? Like, oh, so like you put the glue down and you use it as glue, but no, if you give it the time to dry, it's it's one thing. It's if you like collect it in something that's going to keep it wet. Okay, so I can't actually store it. Okay. That changes. I'm not going to be that useful on the heist beyond just, uh, you know, occasional. Unless we decide to get it done in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> pressure. <laughs> I have to sweat it all out, like, you know, really quickly somehow. We probably really you could really just, have... like, go in wearing, like, a parka and, like, snow boots so that you stay sweaty the whole time, so that you always have something to wipe off your forehead. Then I always have to be dealing with it, like, the whole time. Um, yeah, which sucks for you. Yeah, but then we can't, like, use it that, that well. <laughs> like, I, or, like, situationally. Um, well, I can't heist with you then. It's not, it's not gonna be... I don't see much value in it unless... Sorry, my window is doing something. 
I just got really distracted. Um, <laughs> it's like that's why you couldn't come on the hike. You'd be like, "What's going on over there?" Yeah, it's like closing and opening. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, if we can't like store it up and like throw it at people, um, uh, this is what I'll do. I'm gonna tell you my decision because we're coming toward time together. <laughs> I'm gonna go for the lotion powers. I'm gonna go for the lotion powers. I'm gonna move to California and live on the coast and be a like surf instructor. Like learn I'm gonna learn how to surf. Um mm-hmm. be a surf instructor, like a windsurfer. And additionally though, like under the table, I'm gonna contact the government and be like, yo, uh I got special skin. Um no, I'll like go on the dark web and sell my service as like a man instead of a hitman. Right. So like, like if people have like like you know how people like send like jars of acid to like you know people they love that don't love them back and burn their face. I'll do that for people. You know, I'll be like, hey, high okay, five. I got you. And then they're like, ah. And then I'll, I'll make like side and I won't start the school because my powers are only so like. No, you know what I'll do? I'll use that money to start the school. And ask you if you're interested. Um, oh, but before I, I solidify this question, that answer, I know I'm like cheating at our own game. Do I actually act like a battery? Like if you attach stuff to my skin, could you like charge stuff with me? That would stuff. be kind of cool. Oh, shit. I mean, the way I was thinking about it, it, it was that you were just a battery in terms of the, your sweat. Oh, Not hard like a, an electric battery, but... If it'll make you happy. <laughs> uh, well, in any event, no, I'm going to go with the lotion skin, burn my enemies and other people, and, uh, and then start the, the university for universal. <laughs> or users. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll be, I'll be creamy. Everything will be cartoon for you. And then we'll find out what Jacob. Will do. Yeah, I've got a few. I've got. I've got. Oh, that's true. I've got some others. Oh yeah. We've got a special on trio. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I've been gooey. And I've been rocky. <laughs> and uh, hey, we'll see you guys around. <laughs> Peace out. Sauerkraut.